Hey, Flippers and Movers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money. The flips are making that money, and the bumps they face in the road along the way. Is that how we start this thing? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, what's this podcast about? If you want to get involved with this podcast, oh God, I'm going to hear it from Pee Wee. If you want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it. You just email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at flipsandbumps at both of those locations. And most importantly, just listen. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube, baby. You like videos? Head on over to youtube.com slash at flipsandbumpspodcast. No, I'm not going to make fun of the name this week. That's just what you do. You go there, you subscribe, you turn on the notifications. Uh, Anytime we put up a new video, you get that notification. And we're going to try and put up some new videos this year. I promise. I promise you that. I have a palette in the back of my car right now and I'm not gonna tell you why but it will be part of a video that you will get in 2023 unless of course we end this podcast this week anyway there's two of us on this podcast and we like to call ourselves the thrift seekers a lot of times we like to match and uh, we'll see if that's happening today or not I don't know Uh, anyway my name is Sasha I'm the host of this show I'm feeling fun today, and I'm joined by my dear friend, the video game whisperer, and the whole flipping show. It's Pee Wee. Good evening. Good morning. Oh, oh we do match. Of course yeah. we match. We got some orange going on. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. How you doing? How you feeling? Yeah, good. I'm a little sick today, um, but I'm feeling it. I, just like you, I've got some energy. I'm ready to rock this. I've got a, I've got some fun stuff to talk about today. I'm, I was putting the show together. I was excited to to get to the recording today yeah we got a busy couple weeks so our recording schedule is going to be a little bit uh mishmashed and pish poshed over the next couple of weeks we're gonna get those episodes out don't worry there will be an episode every single week uh but yeah i think we're gonna have a little bit of fun it's gonna be a little bit wacky and uh i don't know how you how are you feeling besides that uh, yeah how's we... your flipping stuff going are you finding time to to get out and do are you well it's twofold right are you finding time to source and are you finding the time to list no and no how about that oof and oof <laughs> i think i've listed seven items this year you wow. see what i did there because it's like the yeah the first it sounds a lot more dramatic than it is but still i mean we're eight days at this point into the year yeah yeah and i think i've only gone out once <laughs> once uh, i went to goodwill twice today wow yeah yeah it's um it's pretty rough peewee and we're going to talk about that a little bit here because i got some some interesting stats with some numbers uh I guess before I get into my on the clock for this week, I did want to say a couple things. Uh, last week was obviously our hundredth episode. We got yeah. a lot of people sending audio stuff in and sending in thank yous and that was great, kind words and everything. We actually did get a couple more thank yous uh, that I wanted to at least shout some people out. The King of Art, Justin Tuttle, our dear friend, love him. Uh, he reached out. He said Goff didn't even try to get a hold of me. <laughs> Him and Goff are feuding now. It's a whole big thing on YouTube in the comments section. So that's that's good enough reason for you to head on over to YouTube and subscribe to our page. Uh, but he says happy 100th. That's our great. buddy Arrow, a.k.a. Uh, Aaron. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, he, he sent us an email as well. He said, congrats on 100 episodes. Thanks for all you guys do and your great podcast. Helps make my Monday morning a lot better. Keep doing what you're doing, Aaron. And that was like my favorite comment that a couple people made, like uh, because they could have said, "Hey, you're ruining my Monday. You're making my Monday even worse." <laughs> and a lot of people were like, "Hey, I, I like the Monday stuff." So that That's was cool. cool to hear. 
And then uh, our buddy Shannon on uh, at Platinum Collecting uh, on Instagram reached out. He said, hi, Sasha and Pee Wee. Congrats on 100 flip turkeys. Yeah. Uh, I tried to get a message over to Golf too, but Golf blocked me. Well, really? Right. So he didn't say the block me part, but uh, <laughs> they're not they're feuding on Instagram now, I believe. Check out our messages, subscribe to our Instagram. You Goff can, is hated. Jeez. Yeah, Goff is he's got problems here uh, with everybody. Uh, but obviously, a big shout out to Goff for putting everything together. Yeah, I'm just I, I, giving I, him a hard time. And I don't I think, think we put him over hard enough last week. What he yeah. what he did and what he what the idea that he had to put all that together to reach out to to the the. Um, our regulars, right? The the our listeners that we commonly talk about and participate in the show. He was able to reach out to them. I, it's I, I I'm just very grateful to all those listeners for sending in those those things, and very very grateful for Goff for for spearheading that idea. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Shannon would go on to say, "I hope that you two flip a hundred more turkeys." So uh, you heard it here. Pump the brakes, Shannon. But one hundred more. <laughs> he did say a couple episode notes. Uh, I think you guys did great for the year in terms of sales. I use the offer feature on 99% of my items, but I really use it for clothing. I am finding the same thing. I use it on all my clothing for sure. Uh, I I think I use it everywhere. Just like I want people to, you know, interact with me. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, That could be a bad thing and that more on that in a little bit. Uh, but he says sizes oh. are really important. It's hard sometimes to gauge how much a shirt or jacket could go for because of the sizes. He says, Pee Wee, if you still have that NASCAR jacket, I would definitely take offers on it and take measurements if you haven't already done so. Do you have measurements up on that jacket? I'm looking at that now. I don't. I was going to say do. you definitely don't accept offers on it, right? I was thinking that if I did, did accept offers on any item on my store, it would be that thing. That would be the one. Uh, but I don't. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because it's been sitting for so long as well. You may as well oh. try it. The, I, I'm fine with the offers. Man, that sucks. Um, so I don't have measurements on this thing. And you right? spelled NASCAR wrong? Oh, no, I lied. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I spelled NASCAR wrong. I do have measurements in the listing. Um, okay. Wow, did I take these measurements? I have the height, the pit to pit, shoulder to shoulder, and the sleeves? That doesn't <laughs> sound like me. Did I, <laughs> did I copy it? Because I was worried that I have to... Un- I have this thing pre-boxed and ready to ship, right? I had to custom make a box, and when I do that, I just keep the things in that custom box, and I didn't want to have to cut that thing open and repack this thing. Well, so there um, you go. So you did the extra work without even knowing that I you're doing guess the extra so, but where did that come from? He also had uh, some information on the Gone with the Wind item that you had flagged on eBay and yeah, taken from down. Yeah, last week. Yep, yep, yep. He said... Uh, the Gone with the Wind item was definitely flagged because of the Mammy character, which was portrayed as a house slave slash maid. Okay. Historically, the actress Hattie McDaniel is a very important figure because of that role. The discussion around the character came around the same time as Aunt Jemima pancake and syrup items were taken off of grocery st- uh, store shelves. I don't really agree with eBay on flagging it, but I certainly understand I went to an antique mall near me months ago and saw a painted picture of a minstrel-like character eating watermelon and wondered why anyone would want to sell it. I kind of got upset about it, but there is a difference between your item and that thing. Sorry yeah. for the long message. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Shannon. We that really appreciate yeah, the information. And that does make a lot of sense. It's kind of like the, the Dr. Seuss uh, situation where they're yeah. just trying to kind of distance themselves from all that kind of stuff. They're playing it safe. I, I, I get that. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for the information. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the nice words. 
Now, Pee-wee, I'm officially on the clock. And what that means is that I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flippin' world. And when I'm done, Pee-wee will get his opportunity to do the same. Uh, I really wanted to go over some of my goals. I know you brought this up last week. Maybe, you know, setting our future goals or whatever. But what I really want to do is kind of, I guess, reassess and kind of see what my goals were last year. Because uh, in doing so, before the show, in preparation of this... Uh-huh. I realize I just need to hit those goals again. Like, I don't need to change my goals. Okay. How did you find your goals from last year? I just remember them. Oh, jeez. Okay. Because um, I only had three that... I mean, maybe there was more, but these were the three big ones. So my first goal was 30K in sales, right? Okay. And if you missed it, last week we talked about uh, our sales numbers and our profit number and all that kind of stuff. I hit 25K in sales. It That's close. Led, That's very yeah, close. It, it led to 13k in profit. Do you know what you were at the year before? Uh, same, same exact. Except I had sold more items the year before. So okay. I sold 80 more items uh, the year before in 2021. So I sold less items, but for a higher average per item. That's good. Okay, that's a good step. So, yeah. So they were basically the same thing, and. You know, that's going to be where my goal is for this year. I don't plan on changing much. Uh, I know you were very upset with my with my profit. You were like, this is not worth it for you. You need to quit the business. And uh, you said, I need to quit the wrestling business, the comedy business. You just wanted me to quit everything. Uh, while I do agree with you on all of those other things. Um, yeah, I'm totally happy with, with the profit that I made. But... Uh, I did want to hit that 30k number and it's it doesn't mean anything that number it's just like a number that I set out because I knew it was a little bit higher than than what I had hit the previous year Um, to go along with that 30k number the second goal that I had was 100 listings per month right Uh, that that I did not come close to I think there was three maybe four months out of the year that I actually did hit that number uh, but I think the rest of the year it was about 50. I wish there was a way for me to see, and maybe there is, maybe somebody can let me know how many listings I put up on eBay. I don't think there is, at least I as far searched. as I can tell. Yeah, I um, looked for it and I couldn't find it anywhere. That's, that's something that I'm going to keep track of this year. I'm uh, also, I've been doing it since September of last year. Okay. Um, it's part of my, my taxes. My, my accountant asked me to start doing that. Okay. Um, I fought them on it. I did. It was not something I wanted to do, uh, but the they encouraged me to do it. And it's it's not it's it's not hard by any means. It's just after you list every day, you just go in and count how many things you list and add them to your spreadsheet. Um, but I've I've never totaled like the amount of things that I had that I've listed in a month. The or just any time. Let's see. Let me, yeah, that, that's something that that I I'm definitely interested in because I had 560 sales last year. 560. Okay. I mean, so it, if you don't count, the problem is you started January 1st of 2022 with active listings. And you yeah, don't know how yeah. many active listings you had. Correct. Um, if you did, if you just started fresh January 1st with no active listings, you could easily just take your sales plus the amount of active listings you currently have, and yeah. there's your answer. Yep. Um, but because you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, and I don't even remember where I was at by the end of last year, whether I was at five items in my store or 50 or whatever. Not that it's a big deal or whatever. It's just uh, it's definitely something I want to keep track of because I do think if I was hitting that 100 listings a month, I'm almost positive I would have hit that 30,000 mark 
because uh, it would have been more work than I've done. You know, it, it's probably like not twice the amount of work that that I put in, but like I don't know. I don't even want to speculate on it. I guess. Sure. So I'll just go to my third goal for the um, for last year, which was trying to get rid of as many under $10 items as possible. Now, when I say under $10, I mean profit under $10, not okay. just items that I was selling for $10. And uh, and the worst part about this is that I'm already not doing that this year. Uh, as we will see in GST, uh, you know, I'm already just finding some of those 99 cent items that sell for 15 bucks. And for me, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't need, I don't care about the algorithm at this point. It's like I need to source better than I'm sourcing. Sure. And uh, and try and hit some higher priced items. So here's some interesting numbers that I have for you that I found out, and this made me feel really sad, Pee Wee. Oh no! <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's start this episode off in the hole. You know, um, in 2021, I sold 636 uh, 639 items. Do you want to guess how many of those items made me under ten dollars in oh, profit? No. Whether it is a percentage that you want to guess? Yeah, give me uh, a percentage. percentage. Yeah, percentage yeah. is a good way to go. Um, let's go with fifteen percent. Forty-six percent, Pee Wee. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Two hundred ninety-five out of my six hundred thirty-nine items made me under ten dollars in profit. Now, even if that was nine ninety-nine, I counted it. I went through and I counted all of them. And uh, so 46% of those. This year, 2022, 560 oh. items sold. Oh, what uh, what percentage do you think I'm, I'm at? terrified. Hopefully you went in the right direction. Are you down to 38%? 30, 39%. Wow, okay. All right, an improvement. Improvement. So slight improvement, 217 out of the 560. 7% lower, but not nearly as low as I want to be. Of course. How and, did you uh, figure that out? I just went through my entire list and I counted because I have a list of my entire sales for the year. Oh, you keep you, every time you make a sale, you uh, you update that list every single time. Yeah, Whew. yeah. I, my spreadsheets are like butter, uh, which I don't know what that means. Uh, but anyway, the seven percent lower on the year. Sad when I saw these numbers. I, I felt bad, and then I was like. Thank God I looked at these numbers because this has to be something that pushes me to look at things a little bit more. Now, maybe the things that I purchased in GST, I didn't have this information. And so I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not as extreme about it or whatever. Um, But I definitely have to, to work on that. Here's, here's another couple uh, interesting stats that I found just under eBay. 164 out of the 560 items uh-huh. that I sold. So 30% of my items were seller-initiated offers. Wow. Where people liked my stuff and I sent out an offer and then whatever. Uh, they bought it. 79 out of 560. So 14% of my sales were best people offering me best offers. Okay. So, oh, so them you have two offering different stats for that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, without me offering them. Uh, and then 29 out of 565% of my sales were promoted items, which I, th- I actually thought was like higher than it yeah, would be. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, kind of interesting. How often so, are you promoting listings? 
Um, randomly, like when we talk about it or when we hear good things about it, I okay. go, let sure. me promote a couple items here. Or if it's, you know, like a, a weird item that hasn't sold in a long time or something like that. So, But 5% seemed like a lot to me. I don't know. Yeah, agreed. Um, but all of this stuff kind of made me take a look at t-shirts and clothes a little bit more because... I'm telling you, if it wasn't for selling t-shirts and clothes now, uh-huh. I wonder what my store would oh, look like. Interesting. Because I've been having a very tough time sourcing anything else. And it's not like I've stopped looking for things. Okay, so the, is that going to bring you to another goal that you had from last year? Are you done with your goal list? Um, that's my goal list, yeah. Because you're, but, one of the other goals that I thought you had was to figure out your niche. Yeah, I think that's an ongoing goal. Okay, but I mean, have you landed on clothes? No, no, definitely okay. not. You I, say I definitely, definitely not just because you don't want to be the clothes guy, but I mean, look um, at your store. Are you the clothes guy? No, no, I don't think so. You know what? Maybe uh, next week or the week after, I will get the clothes stat and see what percentage of my clothes <laughs> Please, are. I would love Since that. I don't know any of my numbers clearly. <laughs> I definitely need to take a closer look at that stuff. I think uh, trying to figure out my niche was kind of like when we started this podcast, what was my, one of my goals? Because you were obviously the video games and toys guy. And so it was like, for me, it's all over the place and it's still all over the place. I, I'm not a clothes guy, not by any means, because I don't, I don't really find high priced clothing items. Like I do. Okay. I mean, I find some stuff here and there, um, but Looking at all these stats, I I had to take a look at the stuff that I'm buying, right? Because I'm sourcing everything right now at Goodwill pretty much. Right. Yeah. And that's a problem for us because we live in the Midwest. We don't have garage sales. Uh, we can't find these dollar and $2 t-shirts, you know, like you can at garage sales. Clothing specifically at Goodwill, I believe, is difficult to get stuff for like uber cheap. Yeah, at, at the good every shirt that I they sell to. is four ninety nine, five ninety nine. It's yeah. all quote unquote higher price stuff. Um, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, and that's I, where I I'm at. There. Like all my t shirts that I'm finding at Goodwill are four ninety nine. Uh, if you get like a Nike or something like that, they could be you know anywhere in between five and ten bucks, whatever it is. Uh, hoodies, sweatshirts tend to be six ninety nine, seven ninety nine near me. Yeah, a, a couple of the other thrift stores that I go to still sell two, three, four dollar shirts, which is nice. I've been finding stuff like, uh, um, just like random stuff, including something I sold today. I didn't even send it to you for GST because I was like, ah, I'm not gonna worry about this one, and it just sold. It was a shirt I bought for four bucks that went for forty. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. And so, but I didn't even send it to you. And okay. some of the other stuff I sent to you, you're going to shake your head at me. So, um, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. So when you think about Goodwill shirts and this is Goodwill, right? If, if you're sourcing at Goodwill and you're not at the bins where you're paying by the pound, which right. is, uh, makes a lot more sense. Now, um, if you're paying four ninety nine for a shirt to make a $10 profit on a shirt, you have to sell it for 25 bucks. After do shipping you, and everything, yeah. Yeah. Do you believe me on that? Or yeah, no, or, I do. Yeah. Okay. The, because you start at 25 you take off the $5 you spent on the shirt. Now you're down to 20 So Go down, uh, take off the fees. Let's say that's, you know, 4 bucks or 5 yeah. Let's just round it to 5 Now you're down to 15 Then you get shipping, and that's another 5 bucks. And yeah. now you're down to 10 Yeah. Now you're sense. down to 10 and that's before materials. That's before you pay taxes at the end of the year. 
you know what I mean? So it becomes an $8 thing really quick. But, uh, but yeah, so a $5 shirt, you have to be selling for $25. Now, when you see a shirt and you, you're taking a stab at it, sometimes you're, you get a $20 shirt. Like, How many $5 stabs do you want to take? Exactly. Yeah. To make $5. So like that, this, this blew my mind when I was looking at this because I have a lot of those shirts where I just go, oh, yeah, to sell this shirt, someone's offering me 20 bucks. Yeah, take it. Just get it out of here. But really, I should be kind of just holding on to everything. Or I don't agree with that. You now, now you're just no, trying no. to make more money because you made the mistake in picking the thing up and overpaying for it. Yeah, yeah. Let me take that back. Rewind. <laughs> put it in. Snap. What I really should be doing is paying more attention when I'm picking up these yes, shirts and doing a little bit more information when I'm in the store. And I'm going to tell you something here. Our buddy Chris B at uh, Kino Watch. He's, I think he's doing the same thing. Now, he finds some nice shirts. He's been sending us a lot of stuff. I'm actually putting some th- something together so that we can put all of his finds like at wow. one time. Okay. Because he sends a lot of stuff into us, and like some of it's good, and then some of it isn't. And he'll like re- email us, and he'll be like, nope, messed up on that one. I love it. They keep them coming. <laughs> I love the emails. Um, but I, I kind of want to do it all at one time. And maybe we can even take a look at... If he's having the same issue where I am, where it's like, oh, this shirt's probably worth something, and then you take a look at it and it's only selling for eighteen bucks, and you're really making three, four, five dollars on it. Right. Now, if you're buying stuff at a garage sale and you're buying dollar shirts, a twenty dollars sale is fine. You're still gonna make your ten dollars at that point, uh, or you know, even better if you're buying in bulk or whatever. But but that's kind of rough. And so and t- that's t-shirts we're talking about. So that's first class shipping. So if you're getting something heavier, if you're getting a hoodie. And you're paying $8, you know, at Goodwill for a hoodie. And now you're paying priority mail because it is also a heavier item. All this stuff is cutting into you. You have to sell that for $30, $35 just to be making your $10 on a shirt. And $10 is, I mean, that's like the minimum that I'm trying to make. That's one of the goals that I was set. That's where 39% of my sales came from this, this year were less than that. Uh, All of these are just devastating numbers, (laughs) Pee-wee. Um, Here's the way, if you want to feel better at it, look at it this way. Um, you said you were happy with the, the net number that you cleared, your profit on the end of the year. Yeah. That profit, just looking at it simply, that profit came from the amount of work that you did as, on a total for the amount of work that you did on the year. Right? So that includes the mistakes that you made. So yeah. all you can do, if you want to continue doing as well as you did last year, just put in the same amount of work, learn from your mistakes, and then keep going. If anything... It's flipping and sourcing, so you nothing is a guarantee. But you got to think that as long as you learn from your mistakes and you're trying to correct some of the things you previously did, you're going to do nothing but improve as this year goes on, right? That's, and you were already happy with yeah. last year's profit. That, that's the that's the bottom line, right? Yeah, if I'm over fifty percent profit on the on my sales number, I'm good with that. Of course, that you'd want to be higher or whatever, but but I'm okay with that. Uh, hopefully learning a little something here. But here's another thing that scares me about all this stuff is the way that everything is now and obviously recession talk and inflation and yada, yada. Uh, There's a ridiculous stat of how many people have gone into higher and higher credit card debt at this point because of just how things have gone. I really do think that all this stuff that is kind of extra is going, you know, wants versus needs or whatever. All these these wants, the numbers are going to start dipping because people are not going to have that extra cash to start doing this thing. People are going to be, and that's what I'm worried about in the next year as well. So it's it's really going to be important to kind of take a look at what you're doing and it's seeing if it's worth it for you uh, personally to you know 
Okay. Keep doing the I know you haven't listed much, but how are your sales so far in 2000, where are we, 23? My sales are good. Oh, they are. Okay, that's what I was, I was going to say the same thing. My January has been very good. Yeah, I, our buddy Goff as well, um, oh, great. He, he sent an angry message to us. We blocked him. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. We love you, Goff. Uh, he had sales every day this year so far. And I know he was having a pretty rough December. He wasn't really listing much. He was just kind of like year end. And he told me, he's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm starting to take offers. I'm starting to kind of push stuff out. But he's had sales every day. I've been looking at, you know, all the stores of me, you, Goff, uh, our buddy at Flippin' Bobby, just seeing it looks like sales at the beginning of the year have been pretty good for people so that's one thing to be happy about i guess but i don't know how long that uh, look i'm not going to bring up a, a dark cloud over everything maybe <laughs> i'm completely wrong uh but it you know it seems like that's kind of the way things are going oh, so right i've already sold i'm looking at it now my january numbers today's january 8th at the time that we're recording this just in january i've already sold 50 items 50 yeah Woo! Right, that's what I'm saying. The, now I've been now that said, I've been predicting this since like October. Yeah, yeah. I remember you said it either last week or two weeks ago that you look forward to January. Yeah, things kind of settle down. People have their uh, holiday money to start spending, and they're they're buying gifts that they didn't get. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm uh, doing just fine. I don't want to tell you how I know uh, January start starting hot, but I will say it. Uh, at some other point let's just say i'm out of typewriters how about that <laughs> and then the only other thing i want to talk about Wee, before i throw it over oh, to you is something really quick here you remember those kobe bryant shoes that i had um that uh no. we were going to send them away for oh authenticity that's right check. yes i do remember that yeah so i i totally i didn't know how this was going to go down and a couple of our listeners chimed in and said yeah you don't have to do anything ebay will just give you the um the postage and you send it to them and then they send it out to the people after it's bought after somebody you after listed somebody has and then, purchased it okay, yeah gotcha and so i sold those shoes and i got oh. the thing and I, I didn't like it because i believe it was a fedex label and that's the furthest away from me is uh, <laughs> my fedex uh but i sent it out and then i just got an email a couple days ago that said yep these are authentic you don't you still don't have to do anything oh my god what's happening He's got a strobe light. Is that live or is that just on your feed? No, that's the feed. I have no clue. All right, you're good now. I don't know what is happening. Sasha, if you're watching, if you're not watching YouTube, Sasha's camera just started flashing on and <laughs> off. That was great. Looked like he was at a, like a, a 2002 rave. I'm going to a rave next week with uh, my wife. We're going raving. You sound serious. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh boy. Well, I mean, oh boy. Was, like, I was listening to an old episode. How's your skateboarding going? Oh, you should see. I've had to um, openly <laughs> apologize to multiple doctors of mine because they're like, is your wife beating you? Why do you have these bruises on your shins? And I'm like, well, it's embarrassing, but I skateboard. And they're like, you know, you're 40. Um <laughs> uh, not not a lot of people who are proud of me, people. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> anyway, I got the authenticity email. Yeah. So uh, happy about that, and, and it really was the easiest process. When did uh, you sell the world, them? So, a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that. It went okay. pretty quick. So they've already I been just, authenticated, and you're yeah. you're good. 
Yeah, yeah, oh, everything's cool. good. Okay. I mean, hopefully the people like the shoes when they get them or whatever. Yeah, do you know the timing, like the delay that it caused? Normally, if you ship something, it takes three days for it to arrive. Now you've got to send it off, have it authenticated, and then shipped again. Yeah, all I know is they tell you we need to have this by this date, and it's pretty quick. It's like within 48 hours they want it shipped to them. Sure. Uh, I got it shipped the same day and just get it out of here or whatever i'm i'm guessing that they immediately talk with the customer and let them know what's going on and okay and we just don't know there. yeah i got you yeah all okay. right that's it for me Pee-wee. and for me i don't have much um i just wanted to i wanted to go over one tip for for ebay it's something that i've been doing lately um i've been i've talked about it before it was a change that i made when i was making my listings i think last year um or possibly even the year before because my inventory got so big Anytime I would make a listing in the custom SKU area, I started listing what shelf or bin, whatever, um, that that item can be found just to make it easier for me to locate that item. Because I was having problems after I sold something and I wasn't organized. I would try to find something and I had no idea where it was in my inventory of 300 items. Um, you've, I, I can see your bins behind you. You do use this now, right? Yep, yep. One uh, thing that I've adjusted on this is the box sizes that I use. So in that custom SKU, not only do I put shelf I or uh, you know top of shelf A or whatever, I also include the box size that I'm going to use. Um, unless it's my typical nine by six by four, which is my most commonly used box because I sell mainly action figures and video games. Um, but occasionally I have bigger items and like these three that I have listed here, um, I need a 12 by nine by four for this item. I need a 14 by six by six for this guy. I need a 12 by 12 by eight for this guy. The only way I can do that when I'm in my basement, when I can find out what box to use, um, and the, the, let me backtrack a little bit. The reason that it's important to use the same size box that you typed into your eBay listing is because the shipping total is calculated on the weight and and not the size per se, but the, the weight is definitely incorporated. If you use pirate ship, it is incorporated by the size. So when you go to ship that item, you need to use that same sh- size box that you originally typed in. And the only way you can do that is by clicking on three buttons, one and then another and then another uh, in the app. And then it will show you the size box that you, the size container that you listed that the package would be when you were entering that in. I wanted to find a way around this. So that's when I decided that it's been something I've been thinking about doing for a while. I just haven't uh, implicated it until this week. And now this week, anything that is not going into a nine by six by four box, I'm just putting here. So when it sells, not only do I know the location and what shelf it's on, I also know what size box to grab so I can go ahead and just ship it right off. What do you think? Have you had a lot of problems where you measure something and then uh, ship it in a different thing? Or is it just the fact that you don't want to click on that? I don't want to click. No, I've never had the problem. I would always click. But this is by doing this, I'm saving myself three clicks on my phone. If the Wi-Fi is a little slow, I'm saving myself 15 seconds Uh every time, you know, Um, versus this. I'm typing it in. It's taking me four seconds to type it in versus 15 seconds to to tap the thing three times. Um, So it's a little bit. But over time, that time's going to add up. Yeah, and you're spending more time, obviously, at typing in the, on the custom SKU, but it's only on those things that aren't fitting in your nine by six by in your four. default nine by. And six I'd by argue four. it's even it's faster to type it in to the custom SKU area than it is to click on the thing three times. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm saving time overall. That's 
I dig it. The only thing that I use my custom SKU for is which bin is it in, yeah. and then I I use the date because I want to see how long my stuff is sitting. Okay, yeah. Uh, because it does surprise me sometimes where I go, oh my god, this thing's been here forever, and then I look and I literally posted it like the month before, right? And I'm like, oh, it hasn't been sitting here. I don't need to be slashing is that prices. Your and... <laughs> your you have stuff sitting around that you just haven't listed in a while, and then you finally get around to listing it. And then a month later, you're like, oh, wait, that's when you're like, oh, I've had this thing forever. Yes, you've had it forever, but it's only been listed for a month. Yeah, Is it that, I, think that or... I think I would, if we had the capability to have a ding, ding, ding noise, like, <laughs> I, see, okay. I, I would put it that because... I mean, I have a bunch of stuff that is on our Instagram page that we have shown week after week after week that has not been listed yet. And it's just, that room is full. The room next to me right here is full with stuff that I need to list. And I just, I haven't done it here in the first week. Okay. And uh, yeah, I just, that system for me, sourcing and then listing, I'm not, I'm not consistent whatsoever. That's okay. You weren't consistent last year and you were still happy with your end result. Just keep doing what you're doing. Sure. Maybe I'm just a happy person in general, Pee-wee. Maybe that's it. <laughs> that could be true. All right, that's all I got. So let's get to some GST. Oh, yeah, it's garage sale talk time, baby. What that is is me and Pee-wee talking about stuff that we found at garage sales. Uh, nothing for me and nothing for you because we live in the Midwest. But GST sometimes stands for Goodwill Scores Talk or Got Some Things, Generic Sourcing Time, all the other random things that we have tried talking about. Uh, the reason why we do this is because BNP, we like talking about our finds and learning from what is out there. Uh, I like learning about toys and video games that I don't know. And he likes learning about bowling balls and typewriters. It's bowling uh, balls, yes, now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on bowling balls. You show me a bowling ball, bowling. I'm looking it up, yeah. And, uh, and so the reason why we do this is to learn from each other. And hopefully you guys can learn something along the way. And uh, maybe you'll make some money off of something that you found that you heard from here. So I'm going to start things off, Pee-wee. I got a couple different items. First and foremost, I'm talking about that Jurassic Park train. I'm still on it. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Sorry, that was a very poor train. So I was uh, in my Goodwill. I was waiting in line to purchase something, and I saw a bag of toys that they keep on those pegboards right by the register. Love those bags. Love those bags. Most of them up there have already been picked through and sifted and stabbed and the good things taken out of them. <laughs> uh, but every once in a while you see something. And I found a bag that was $1.99. It had about 15 items in it. And they weren't McDonald's toys. They were kind of weird-looking items. And and the thing that I noticed most was this Jurassic Park dinosaur. It had the JP on the leg there instead of go. the JW or whatever. Uh, and so I was like, ah, for $1.99, I want to, you know, pick this thing up and also learn uh, maybe some of these other things have some value well the other things don't have any value (laughs) (laughs) that's okay uh but that's why it's a stab you know uh at least this thing dollar 99 i guess is what i will say i paid for this dinosaur and it goes for about 15 bucks i think the picture i have there says like 17 there was another one that was like 13 uh so i'm gonna put it right around 17 and see where it goes it's uh Jurassic Park baby T-Rex with injured leg, I want to say. Okay. It's weird. It's like on a on a rope, like dangles or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't but know. it's from 1997, uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, good eye. Good eye. Next up, I have a here's a here's one that that's going to sting. Uh Maud Borup coffee mug. Maud M A U D Borup B O R U P 
It is a coffee mug that it, it's like a smiling skull. Yeah. Obviously, you see this thing, you're going to stop because it's a weird looking skull thing. Uh, I picked it up and it was very light, which I liked because a lot of times coffee mugs are heavy and you have to sell them, send them priority. Uh, you could tell by lifting this thing, it's ceramic, but it is very, very light. So I was like, all right, this is a first class item. Let me take a look at it. And I was able to find a sold comp. It goes for 18 bucks. So I paid a dollar. It goes for 18 It should make about $10 profit. But if it makes $9.99, it's going to go in that percentage that I don't like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just an interesting little pickup. Do you pick up coffee mugs anymore, Peewee? No, never. Yeah, I I have some. They, they go. It's weird. Who's buying coffee? Who's buying used coffee used mugs? Used coffee I'm buying, mugs, yeah. I agree. I'm buying coffee mugs for, like, bands I support or, I don't know, I guess. I don't even look at them. I don't go down it. that aisle. Yeah. It's it's probably a good thing, and I, I should stay out of that aisle. You know what? This was actually in a green bin, so I was staying out of that aisle. Okay. Fair enough. Also in a green bin, here's another one. Possibly a worse decision. Um, I got a couple of hats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I got this Jamaican Rasta hat. I mean, I just got this thing because it's cool, and it was ninety nine cents. What are you doing? Jeez. Goes for about fourteen, fifteen bucks. After everything, should be about a eight dollar profit if I'm lucky. Uh, and okay. by lucky, I mean it goes against the stat that I do not want to have. So maybe I'll just grow out my hair and wear this thing, Pee Wee. I don't know. <laughs> I would like that. Okay. Now the other thing, are you? If you would have seen the other hat, I was going to ask known? how you knew. No, I have no idea what. I mean, I'm looking at your titles. Obviously, I know what it is. Yeah, it says A7X, and it's got a little cross on it. It is a hat by the band Avenged Sevenfold. Did you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I've seen Avenged Sevenfold multiple times. I saw Avenged Sevenfold at the old Bottom Lounge, for you old Chicago fans. Uh, you know what? Goff may have even been there. How about that? There you go, okay. And My Chemical Romance opened for them. Uh, meanwhile, My Chemical Romance headlined Riot Fest this year. That's how long ago this was. They wow. played at a very tiny venue. Anyway, I knew immediately what this was. And uh, and so I was buying it regardless of looking it up. And eventually I did look it up. And I can't find the same exact hat. I might sell it for around 25 bucks. See if it goes if yeah. it goes for 20 Uh It seems like a lot of their older hats go for 20 So uh, I'm okay with that. I think it'll be... Eh, ten dollar, eleven, twelve. Who knows? Somewhere around their profit. Still not a great item, but for two ninety nine to turn it into twenty, uh, and it's a cool item. I brought it up to the register, and the lady working the register was like, "Whoa, an Avenged Sevenfold hat!" Oh, cool. Okay. She knew, and I was very surprised. She did not look like someone who would know uh, who Avenged Sevenfold is. You know what I mean? She looked like you, Pee Wee. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> great, appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I found those two hats. And and now let's move to the close, Pee-wee. Here we go. All right, so <laughs> this is what everybody tuned in for. First and foremost, I'm gonna go with this Paradise Found button-up Hawaiian T-shirt. Um, I think yeah, I have four four shirts here. This is the top left one if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, Hawaiian shirts. I don't know if they're of value anymore or not. It, I look. Was there a time up. when they were? Yeah, yeah, and there's certain brands. I'm not very good with Hawaiian shirts, so I'm not going to like be able to give you any information on it. But there was a time when Hawaiian sh- I have a like 
really nice Hawaiian shirt that's been in my store for quite some time. I think a couple years ago they were really, really hot, and they've kind of gone downhill a little bit. But the reason why I looked this one up was because this Paradise Found, the tag says, like, Made in Hawaii. Okay. Uh, and so I was like, okay, let me take a look at that. And there are tons and tons of used Paradise Found shirts. So for me, like, they're a little bit all over the spectrum. I think a lot of it depends on, like, the decor like what it actually is if it's like parrots it, it's worth a lot of money if it's flowers it could be worth money uh you know like the theme that's actually on the shirt and the color so i went by the color and i found a bunch that were in between the 30 and 40 dollar range so i don't know i paid five bucks for this thing if i could get 30 to 40 i would be more than happy on the low end obviously if i get 25 like we said it'll be a 10 dollar profit left over I don't know. I don't know about Hawaiian shirts. I don't know if I'll keep picking them up, but this was just, I was there. Okay. And I got to talk about something, you know. <laughs> if you look to Please the... stop throwing money away for the sake of this show. To the... Uh, that's what I do. I, make, I start a podcast and then I throw money at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you look at the, the shirt next to the Hawaiian shirt, it's actually a Miami Dolphins hoodie. It is a Dunbrook, oh, wow. which I believe is a more vintage, older uh, brand name. Dunbrook Miami Dolphins hoodie. It's It's got the Sports Illustrated SI logo. I thought that logo. was the SI, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, one recently sold for $40 plus 14 shipping. Okay. But that one is a 2XL. I think the one I have is it's either large or XL. It's not a 2XL. Um, but it is a nice hoodie. It's in very nice shape. There's no stains. There's no anything. So I do think it'll go. It might sit for a little while. I don't think I'll get the 40 plus 14 shipping, but I might get 40 bucks for it. you got to find a good uh, Dolphins fan with, who has a little bit of cash. And I only paid $4.99 for it, so when you can pay $4.99 for a hoodie, I guess that's okay. Granted, I would like to pay $1. You know what I mean? Not Next enough, up yeah. on the bottom left is a The Mountain shirt. Have you heard of the brand The Mountain? Never. I've seen a couple of these out in the wild. I've looked them up previously, and I, I kind of passed. The reason why this one I picked it up was because it's, it says it's from 1997. Okay. So, like, all right, if it's older, and it's got this eagle on it, and I know this tie-dye stuff and whatever, uh, you know, I don't understand it. But there there's some pretty expensive ones, I guess, in there. Uh, paid 5 bucks for it. I'm going to ask 30 it's interesting. It has um, a screen printed tag, so you would from think it's from nineteen ninety seven. Really? Yeah. So you'd think it would be newer. That's interesting. Yeah, or maybe I'm confusing something. Anyway, uh, it's a good looking shirt, and there is one that has sold. Like, the, there's a couple that have sold, and I think for some reason I put the one that was. Maybe it hasn't sold. Maybe I'm confusing the two shirts. I don't know, Pee-wee. This is a nice-looking tie-dye shirt. Okay. Fair. Why don't you buy it from my store? How about that? <laughs> I'm big on eagles. Yeah, if you like eagles, then you're going to love my next shirt. Because the one on the bottom right, this is a Cal Crew, C-A-L-C-R-U. It's a vintage bald eagle and American flag shirt. It's perfect for the 4th of July or capital stormings or whatever you want to do with this thing. Uh, I paid five bucks for this thing. I'm asking forty dollars. Peewee, do you know why I'm asking forty dollars? No, I This no is idea. the first shirt that I've found at Goodwill that is a single stitch shirt. Oh we did it. I like that. I like we that. We did a lot. it. S- single stitch on the sleeves. 
uh, and it's got that cool bald eagle American. I mean, if you like America, you're going to love this shirt. Oh, how, all did right? you, how did you feel when you finally found your first single stitch shirt? I immediately went to text you. <laughs> and then I was like, no, 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 let me save it for the show. There you go. I like that. That's uh, fantastic. And, and I'm happy I did. Yeah, it's it's not a bad shirt. So, I mean, five I bucks. Have, I've gone so long without finding one. And I mean, I've never found one. Um, that I just I have really slowed down in my looking for them. I used to go into the yeah. Goodwill aisle of T-shirts like every like once a week maybe, and just try to like flip through and at least walk by them. Now now I don't even bother. You know what's interesting about this one? It was on the racks that they bring out, so it wasn't placed into circulation yet. Yeah. And I was going through the rack and I saw it, and I just I kind of like was about to go past it. Oh. But I saw that. It said Cal Crew, and it looked old. The tag looked old. And so that kind of stopped me. And I was like, okay, it's kind of old, and it's got the eagle and the the flag on there. And then I was like, let me just take a look. It was the third thing that I looked at was the stitching on that. And wow. then when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, we're taking this immediately. Uh, and I got to tell Pee Wee at a, a later date. That's, that's awesome. I, I dream to have one of those experiences someday. It, it's funny how, like, uh, basic of a thing it is and just because me and you have such little experience with clothes we're like celebrating yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> and then my last item for this week peewee i don't know um, <laughs> it's my find of the week probably so you want to guess what category it falls under Ooh, it's either got to be i don't think it's vhs related no we're past that it's you said I would have guessed typewriter, but you said you sold your last typewriter earlier in the show. So it's, we're going with the modern day typewriter. It is a Brunswick gotta be a bowling, bowling ball. ball. Yes, absolutely. That is right. This is a Winnie the Pooh Tigger bowling ball. With the bag. With the bag. This was in the green basket still. They hadn't put it out. And you if I didn't pick it up, someone was gonna get it, Pee Wee. Uh, I paid ten, 10 bucks, bucks for this thing. Wow. One recently went for seventy shipped. Uh, if I sell it for seventy, it will probably be around thirty-five to, I think thirty-five to forty uh, profit on that thing. It's also an eight and a half pound ball, so it's not as heavy as your normal. Sure, uh, but it's a tigger ball. ball. I mean, it's for kids. Yeah, oh, ideally. Yeah. Now, in the sold comp that I have, it's a, they actually have a different ball and bag. Uh, oh, I'm gonna yeah. ask a hundred for this this bad boy because I feel like it. That's yeah, what I, I, don't I feel like doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't get past these bowling balls, Pee Wee. I don't know. I had to put it on our Instagram uh, stories because that's what our stories are for. We don't do any other Instagram stories <laughs> it's all except bowling, balls. bowling ball related stories. So, well, let me ask uh, you this: You said you got this out of the green bins. Um, yeah. I've noticed this week that one. I think. My Goodwill has taken off those yellow signs from the green bins that say, here, I'm going to take off your listing for a second, um, that have said, um, please do not touch, please stay out of these bins, please wait until the items, whatever they say, right? And until the item has been taken out by an employee, I yeah. believe those signs are gone. And I've seen a lot more people going into the green bins and I've been going into them now too. And I have not been told, and I'm afraid to ask, Hey, has the ban been lifted? Because don't ask, Pee-wee. right? Because if you get the answer of no, it hasn't. Well, now I'm knowingly breaking a rule when I go in and do it the next time. 
Um, but have you have you noticed anything with your green bins? Were they, they well? Yours were never off limits, were they? Yeah, mine mine are no holds barred bins. I like that. Uh, yeah, I think the there's only one place. It's the place that I saw you a while back. Yeah, that place is still off limits, both for bins and clothing racks. It's crazy. Oh, interesting. I get yelled at for looking at the racks from a distance. I so I'm f- like, I feel like that sometimes when I walk by the green bins and yeah. try to look in them, I feel like I'm going to get yelled at, and I'm, I yeah. haven't touched anything. What do you want me to do? Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's a good thing though. I mean, once you see those green bins come out, you oh, got to the gotta game attack. is on, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's it for me, Pee Wee. So with this uh, green bin ban being lifted, I've been more active at Goodwill. Um, the past, really, the past couple of weeks have been pretty good, and I found some decent stuff. Nothing really. If I come across anything in here that was out of the green bin, I'll let you know. But I think most of this stuff was just on the shelves. Um, but again, it it's all about when you go. For me, I've gotten lucky during the day uh, here and there. But the majority of these finds are just early morning finds when I'm there at open. Um, and it's I, I still feel like that's the best time to go when you have the best day. Even though they aren't putting out a ton of stuff before doors open. It's some stuff, but it's not a ton of stuff like it used to be. The first thing that I've got is this catchphrase decades. Uh, when I t- found this at Goodwill, it's new in the package. When I found this at Goodwill, I typed it in as catchphrase decodes. D-E-C-O-D-E-S. Um, and I got some like I got some hits. There are some people who have listed this as decodes and not decades. Um, either way, the the decodes one goes for about thirty dollars because they typed it in wrong, which gave me higher hopes than I than I thought it was going to get. Um, when really this thing sells for the sold list that I have here says that it sold for twenty five plus ten shipping. I feel like I'm going to get closer to like twenty seven, twenty eight shipped. On this thing, but I only spent five dollars. It's new in the package. Um, I didn't test it. I don't know if this is one of those games that'll work right out of the package. So I didn't really worry about it. Uh, maybe I have to do that. I don't know. I, anything new, I will look up. This is an older game too. I want to say this is from like 2012, which is one of the things that maybe you know. First, I saw it was sealed. Then I looked on the back to look at the 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 date and the you know the copyright and everything. Once I saw it was older, I'm like, okay, let me look this thing up, scan it, and that's when I found that it was worth something. So that's what I, I look like, for with games. I feel like Catchphrase is a game that like half the people just never play because I find a lot of these uh, new. A lot of times, you know, like the packaging will be damaged, but the thing is still in the yeah, packaging, right? and you're like, nobody used this. <laughs> I love. I played this game a ton in college. I love this really? game. Yeah, I almost kept this. Um, All right. The once once Connor's a little bit older, I gu- I guarantee I'm going to be investing a little bit more to uh, to get a, a regular catchphrase, not a decodes version. Decodes is uh, where the money's at. Peter. Here's a couple action figure things. This figure just looked cool, so I picked it up and lo- and and looked it up later. This is a Spider Man Man Spider. This is a spider in a Spider Man outfit. It looks like a, it's got a tarantula head. It's got tarantula arms. I thought this thing looks. Very, very cool. Not worth yeah, a ton. Yeah. Right, it is, right? Yeah, um, 100%. This is from 1995, made by Toy Biz. Wow. Um, so it's an older one. There are a couple of... Uh, Toy Biz has made a couple of these man spider figures. This is the earliest one. Not worth a ton. I'm not sitting on a fortune here. But it sells for about 22 23 shipped. I mean, easy listing. It's, I love... One of my biggest reasons for, for liking action figures so much is... One, the listings are simple. The pictures are easy because I'm just doing forwards, forwards with a ruler, 
and then just turn it 90 degrees picture, turn it 90 degrees picture, turn mm-hmm. it 90 degrees picture, close up of the face, close up of any defects, which there usually aren't, and then close up of the stamp on the, you know, wherever, on the bottom of the foot, on the lower back, on the inside of the leg, wherever it is. And that's it. That's the only, I mean, you're getting it done in seven pictures and you can just pump these things out. Honestly, the hardest part about photographing action figures is getting them to stand. <laughs> you could do these as laid down, but because a lot of people are buying these as collector's items, they want to know that they're going to stand on their shelf. And some of these guys have loose um, joints, which I will make note of. But even without a loose joint, some of these guys are just difficult to stand up. Um, so you have to play with them for a little bit, especially like taller. Like The ones you really have problems with are like taller figures like wrestlers and the female wrestlers. Because their legs and their feet are so tiny, but their torsos are so, are so big. And they're just so top-heavy, it's very hard to get them to stand up. So you play with them for a little bit, but you get it working. I'm going to ha- go on a little old man rant here. Uh-huh. Uh, you know I'm not a big toys guy, but like, I'll say this. Toys nowadays are insane with the detail and how crazy real they can look. Sure. But the imagination it took to come up with something like this 30 years ago is way cooler than whatever the technology is Well, this is, is just, I mean, this is a play on the comic book, but yeah. Yeah, but look at this thing. I agree. I, I totally agree. I don't know. I don't need uh, my I Terry Funk thing. figure to look like Terry Funk. I need him to have spider fangs. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, another semi-action figure related. This, it's also hard to see. I, I haven't figured out exactly how I'm going to photograph this thing for eBay. This is a 1995 uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers White Falcon Zord. This is one of those um, animals that turns into the robot, blah, blah, blah. It's essentially a transformer, but it's white and it blends into my white background. It's an expensive item. It sells for about $50 shipped, and I bought it for 3 so, I mean, I'm going to make a ton of profit here, but the photographing it is what my issue is. I don't know how to make it stand out if I don't have a completely different background than I normally do. And I don't want to have a, a different background. I want to use the, that white background. So, How big is this thing? It measure, it folds up pretty nicely. The, the wings don't fold themselves, but they fold all the way up so it's straight up. And then it lays flat. So I think I can fit this in a either a 12 by 9 by 3 or a 12 by 12 by 3 should be pretty easy. Um, but yeah, it's it's look out for old Power Ranger stuff. Um, the old Zords, the old like um, robot pieces. Uh, those things can go for a decent amount if they're in good shape. And the, they have like metal pieces or like faux metal. And if they get beat up, they start the, the wear really starts showing on them. And like this guy has gold feet and a gold beak. And if I zoomed in on it, it you would see on the beak it's really worn off. And almost all the gold plating is worn off. Um, not too bad on this figure. Some figures are real bad, where the feet aren't gold at all, and the feet are just, like, completely silver. Um, These are the things that you found recently still in the box and resold, right? Not this one specifically, but same line. But similar, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, here's another figure. This is a Bugs Bunny 10-inch, just plastic. It almost feels like like a vinyl resin, um, or not resin, but, uh, you know, plastic vinyl figure. Um I got it for a dollar at Goodwill. It's dirty. There are no sold or active listings for this thing. And the reason that I picked it up, one, it's a dollar. And it's 10 inches. Like, it looks cool. Um, But it's Bugs Bunny. I usually stay away from Bugs Bunny 
Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, like the 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 fabulous five Disney characters, the the big guys, the Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, um, the the main character guys. And I've said this before about plush. I usually stay away from those because those were made in so many different variations that you can always find one. If I if I'm a Bugs Bunny guy and I want a Bugs Bunny figure, I'm not going to spend forty dollars on the expensive one. There's probably a very similar one for fifteen dollars, right? So it's not worth it to me a lot of times to spend some time looking up those top guy figures. But on the back, this guy was stamped. I don't remember if it had a year, but whatever it had above that, it was also stamped Six Flags. Meaning that you could get this figure only at Six Flags, the the theme park. I don't think they're currently, maybe the Texas one is. Our, the one in the Chicagoland area, the Six Flags that, that was in uh, that is in the Chicagoland, used to be like sponsored or like partnership with Looney Tunes, where they'd have a bunch of Looney Tunes characters running around. It's no longer like that. Did you know this? It, the, the like Bugs Bunny and Taz are no longer at uh, Six Flags. No, I, I mean I haven't thought of Six Flags okay. in twenty five years. <laughs> okay, I have a seven year old, uh, and for a little while he was into Looney Tunes, and I wanted to take him to Six Flags so he could meet all these guys. And then I learned, well, they're not there anymore. Um, meaning that items like this, getting a promo item, a Bugs Bunny, whether this was bought at a gift shop or one at, a, at one of the games, you can't get these anymore. And similar to the um, the Chuck E. Cheese book, the coloring book that I bought a few uh, few months ago at a garage sale for less than a dollar and sold it for $80. Those promo items that were hard to come by that you could only get in the park or at the establishment like Chuck E. Cheese, um, those items can go for more. And given that there's no sold or active listings for this specific figure, as long as I put six flags in the title and make a big deal about it, I'm going to name I'm going to price this however I want. You know, I'm going to, I'll probably price this at 60 bucks and claim it's rare and go from there and see if there's a Bugs Bunny collector out there that is missing this from his collection. You know, Bugs Bunny is a very fun name. What what was the deal with Roger Rabbit? That's such a boring name for a rabbit. No offense to people named Roger. But if you're making a cartoon, you're like, yeah, this is Roger. Uh, do you like Bugs Bunny more than Roger Rabbit? I mean, I don't know, like, either. I guess I've watched Bugs Bunny before. I've never seen Roger Rabbit. But it's like, Jesus. Is a rabbit named Roger? <laughs> like, come on. Oh, what about, like, Rockin' missing. Randy the Rabbit or something <laughs> like right, that? You know what I mean? for that one, but okay. So, yeah. No, it's Roger Rabbit over Bugs Bunny all day. Uh, Rockin' a Randy Rabbit makes me hop. You know what I'm saying, people? <laughs> I know what you're saying. Jeez. <laughs> All right, another good will find. Um, this was midday. This was not uh, the... I'm still thinking about what you just said. Um, this was not uh, morning. Um, I go to the DVD video game section. It's much more DVDs than video games. But they had just put out some stuff. And there, I could tell because it was all in one stack on the bottom section, the bottom shelf. And so I just start flipping through it and I pull out this stuff. I've got on the PS2 Test Drive Evo Destruction. That is complete, that goes for about $50. Uh, House of the Dead Overkill on the Wii. That goes for about $30. And then the bottom two are sealed. Brand new. Plastic in very good shape. No rips, no tears. Uh, no More Heroes on the Wii is 36 shipped. And again, that's that's sealed. These aren't amazing. Like the bottom two aren't rare games. The top two are rarer because they're open and worth basically more. Yeah, they're both worth almost more than the the sealed games. But sealed, no more heroes goes for about thirty five. And the other one is Okami um, on the Wii. And again, factory sealed. That one goes for about twenty five shipped. 
Uh, I still have a stack of sealed video games in my basement, raging nothing super, super old. It's all PS2 and a lot of Wii stuff. I don't know what I'm doing with my sealed stuff. Um, with PS2 stuff and with decently valued and open PS2 and Wii stuff, that stuff I usually put on eBay right now um, because it doesn't sell that good at conventions and I want to get rid of it, um, especially at these values. So I'm go- I think I'm going to put Test Drive, uh, Eva Destruction, and Overkill on, uh, on the Wii onto eBay. The sealed games I may hang on to or I might just throw them on eBay and see what happens. Last pickup. I, I was—I should say—I I was thrilled to find video games. I don't know what's happening yeah, at you've my been goodwill. Yeah, you crushing it with video games at goodwill. I, I don't know what's happening at my goodwill, but they are definitely slipping, or the the rules for what they're putting out are changing, or somebody is just not following the rules in the back. And either way, I don't care. I just like benefiting off of it in the ter- in the the way of video games. Um, another last item, another video game item. I was on the fence as to whether or not I should pick this up. This is a stuffed Knuckles from the video game Sonic. Can you tell from this picture why I was on the fence about picking this up? Because it's 75 inches tall. It is 30 inches in height. (laughs) I was kind of joking. Right. But I'm I'm guessing, I know you can't see it because it's so tiny, but you can see the yellow ruler on the side. Yeah, Um, yeah, 30 inches in height. And this thing was also super dirty. Like the eyes and the mouth, like this white part was stained with all these like little orange dots. And the, the orange dots were also on one of the hands and one of the feet. And but the, and you said you aren't feeling very good today? <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, so, But this thing also had the tags, the original tags. Wow. It's filled with what feels like styrofoam. So originally I thought this was like an old carnival prize, but it wasn't. Um, the tags, it says, what's the uh, toy network? I think is the brand. This is the Sonic X um it's it's a a character from Sonic X specifically. Knuckles is in a bunch of Sonic games, but this particular version of him, this item is branded for Sonic X according to the tag. Um when I looked it up, the a bunch of sold listings came up for similar plush items. Uh but all the sold listings were for 18 inches and below. This one that I have listed here that's sold for $46 um is an 18 inch. Mine is almost double that. The there are active ones for that price or for that size. They they claimed it's 28 inches. I, I think it just depends on how you turn the feet and whatever. Um, this one is somewhere between 28 and 32 inches. But there are two or three that are currently active for over a hundred dollars. Wow. Right. So and this thing was in the plush bin. It did not have a sticker on it. And I I'm just like okay. I, I'll take a shot for $2. I will take a shot on it. I, it was either $2 or even $1. I don't know what they charged me for this thing. Um, but the I was like, okay, I'll take a shot on it. If I need to throw it away, I can throw it away. Um, but let's it's $100. I could probably fold this up and put it into a box and figure it out. But step number one, I need to see if I can clean this thing off. So I, mixed, I got a bowl, got some hot water, put some dish soap in there. I didn't want to use anything too abrasive. I didn't want to use alcohol at first. And I uh, brought that over to the, the plush got a rag and just wiped it in the water wiped it on the eyes and those orange spots came right off i was shocked the this thing cleaned up it looks almost like new now with the tags i'm excited to list this it'll be another thing that i put into a box and 
a, I call it pre-boxing, where I put it into the box just like I'm just like it's sold and ready to ship, and then I will just store it inside the box ready to go. So it will take up even more space in my inventory. But if I can get a hundred dollars plus for this thing, I'm I'm all over it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have the space to keep this thing. I'm actually surprised that this is not something that you would consider taking to a video game convention. I know it takes up a lot of space there, but I don't know if people would buy it. I don't yeah. because if you're at a video game convention, you're usually there for hours. This thing is huge. You have to walk mm-hmm. around with it. Um, I even with big stuff like this to help encourage those type of sales. I'll even tell them. Hey, buy that big heavy system over on the other side of my table. I saw you're looking at it. If you buy it, just know you don't have to walk around with it. I'll just keep it behind my table. You can pick it up before you leave. Um, and then it's on me to remember what the person looks like before they leave. Uh, I feel like if uh, if you go to a video game convention, you probably make some bad decisions in life. And so like, this could be like one of those absolutely. early on. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I could sell at a convention. I just think the obviously the audience is bigger on eBay and it would be easier yeah, to sell yeah, on for eBay. Sure. Okay, that's all I got for GST. All right, that means it's time for the flip or bump of the week. This is something that we're happy that we sold, or maybe a mistake that helped us learn something along the way. For me, Pee Wee, I have this H&M Chicago Common Districts hoodie. And you're going, a hoodie? Why would this be your flip of the week? Well, let me tell you, I paid 3 bucks for this thing. It sold for twenty nine ninety five plus seven fifty three shipping, okay. so not bad. Um, but here's the reason. I looked this thing up while I was in the store. And there were no comps. I, I couldn't find any for sale. I think I later found one for sale. But at the time, I didn't find any for sale. I definitely found none that had sold. Okay. So this was a decision by me to purchase it because I thought it was a cool-looking hoodie. Ah. It says Chicago on the front. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. Chicago's a pretty big city. <laughs> This is a confidence-building uh, purchase and sale, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. I wouldn't have just bought it if it said Chicago on the front, but the back of the hoodie lists, like, all of the neighborhoods of Chicago oh, on okay. it. Oh, okay. Good job. And good there's, like, up. yeah, there's stuff on the sleeve as well. I thought for 3 bucks, this is a great hoodie. Like, I would have worn this hoodie. Uh, and so I was like, let me let me post this. Let me see if it gets anything. And immediately it started getting like a couple views here and there, and it, it had not been up for long, maybe two weeks, and it sold. So I'm happy with that sale and happy that uh, my eye was decent for something. Yeah, no, that's that's a great feeling, obviously. Yeah. And by the way, H and M hoodies new sell for like twenty five, thirty bucks. So to oh, me, call, it, yeah. it was way more about the the artwork on there than it was about the H and M parts. So. Let me ask you this: I know that when you make your listings, you cop, you find a similar listing. And basically, and just sell similar, whatever the wording is, or sell one like this, or I have one to sell, or whatever you click on, and that just allows you to copy essentially exactly what they have, their description, their title, whatever. Um, when you run across an item that you look up that you want to buy and you want to list, but there's no listing, if you're borderline, should I pick this up? If there's no listing, does that push you over the edge to not pick it up because it'll be more work to create something from scratch? No. Okay. No, because even, and it, that's an interesting point you bring up because that listing there is obviously the listing that I created. Yeah. It was H&M, Chicago, USA, Common Districts is on the, the tag, hoodie, beige, medium, then the M for medium. Like all that stuff is just kind of like things that you see and openly do. I, I don't care if it hasn't sold before. That doesn't sway me either way. If it's If it looks cool to me, I'll probably take a shot okay. on it. And then I'll be upset when it doesn't sell. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, it was something that's been sitting in my basement for a long time, uh, but it's been unlisted because it was so big. Um, I sold the, uh, it sold almost, I mean, not immediately, but within three days of me listing it, this thing sold. Uh, it sold for $105 plus 22 shipping. The, this is a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 20-inch movie 5-in-1 Megazord. So the figure is 20 inches, but it's also in the box. And the figure is like all laid out in the box. But it's, imagine an action figure. But if you separate its arms by like in, with an inch space mm-hmm. in between, and then you separate its legs from its torso with an inch space in between, like it's laid out like that. Um, so the box was huge. It was it was. I wish the the size of the box that I had to use to ship this thing was huge, but it was like thirty inches. Um, so I just didn't have a box to ship this thing in. I eventually created a box and uh, packed this thing up and got this thing listed. Like I said, sold three days later for a hundred plus, which was great. I'm just to the point where I'm just happy when big stuff sells. I don't care about the value. I'm just happy about the size. And this has been something that I've been like dreading to list. Um, And then when it sold immediately, I was just like, okay, I should have done that. I should have listed this months ago. And higher. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And now it's time for well, 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 what do we have here for you, Pee-wee? I don't know. It's it's tough to find anything anymore because we talk about most of this stuff. So I, I just... I found this magazine cover vinyl snapback hat that you had here. Yeah. It's got like Vogue and I don't know what else is on there. And honestly, I have no questions. I just think it's ugly and I don't remember you bringing it up. So I thought <laughs> I, I would I think I it bought up. this at Goodwill. I don't even think this was a garage sale pickup. I think I just okay. picked this up one day because it had to be last year because I was just like scraping for things to list. Um, but it was just a Goodwill pickup. I thought it looked different. So I said, okay. This was probably during my hat kick. Um, I listed a bunch of hats and knew I knew I knew how to list hats, so I picked it up. And yeah, I mean it's been sitting there. It's been reduced by six percent for probably six months and not sold. So I'll just continue to do that until it, I sold a lot of two action figures today, free shipping for six ninety nine. <laughs> that was a great feeling. Okay, um, for you, I have no questions. I totally understand why this is. Kind of. I, I was going to say I understand why it's on your store, but I don't. A Pauly Shore Weasel XL stand-up <laughs> shirt. It's valued at $85, so I understand the value-wise why you're selling it. But you love Pauly Shore more than any of your family members. Why are you selling this thing? Yeah, yeah, and my family members are good people, too. That's, yeah, uh, right. I, no, um, it's funny that you bring this up. I literally listed this this morning. Uh, it's mine. It's from my own personal collection. Okay, that makes sense. I am the one who valued it at eighty dollars plus shipping. <laughs> Wanted to put it at a hundred, and I was like, "All right, let's just put it at eighty. Someone will bite at eighty, right?" Uh, I doubt that's the case too. It's a great shirt. I love this shirt. It's just it was a shirt from when I was a bigger man, uh, uh, and I have a section of my closet that is. I don't know that I've ever seen you wear this shirt. I've worn it a couple times. It's. I have a section in my closet that's about thirty shirts deep that is xls uh i don't wear xl anymore i wear large and um it was tough but i was like let's let's get these things out of here i'm gonna have some more stuff for my personal collection if you want to buy my clothing at high outrageous prices (laughs) head on over to my store um i got some cool stuff that's going to be going up but awesome but yeah that's just it it's just just uh makes sense yeah the xl part makes sense okay that's it for the show this week. If you want to get a hold of us, email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at flipsandbumps. And most importantly, just just listen. 
Just listen to this show. New episodes drop every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube. Whatever. Pee-wee, say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. Um, I think last week I asked you guys how your goals are doing. I was going to do the same thing this week, but I'm not going to do that. Um, keep your eyes open, right? Keep, uh, keep your eyes open. Try to keep... By that, I mean... Not for items to pick up, but more so on places to pick stuff up at. I feel like during this time in January, it's hard to find. We don't have a lot of us don't have garage sales. Um, you can f- pick stuff up. You can source anywhere you want. Any, any, you can source in many places you're not thinking of, right? Um, just keep your eyes open. That was probably my worst. I, I, I forgot I had to do that. That's what, that's what happened there. Forget what Pee Wee said and go listen to Iron Sheik, both the band and the wrestler. And we'll see you guys next week. That's better advice than I said. Okay. Flip that turkey.